Welcome to Book Spoilers. I'm Susie. And I'm Emily. Here we're going to talk all things book related, with no regrets when spilling all the secrets and surprises of our most recent reads. Now, some of these will be our favourite books, whilst others were just misses in our opinion. So follow along on this journey to find out what to read, what to avoid, and what to get excited for. Today we will be discussing Heartstopper Volume 3 by Alice Oseman. Yes, and so we've already done volumes one and two on this podcast, so look at those before you look at this one. So volume two finished with Nick coming out to his mum, but he's yet to come out to like his classmates. So only his mum and obviously Charlie knows that he's like, bye. Um, and then fast forward in time, we meet Nick's brother, David, who is not a very nice person and he just like rocks up. I don't even know why. Yeah, he's, isn't he coming back from college or something like he, that? Yeah, he was in college and then he came back like unannounced and then Nick obviously doesn't really have like a good relationship with him. So he's like, oh great, you're here. Um, and obviously Nick, does, I don't think he... He hasn't been told about... No, David hasn't been told about Nick and Charlie's relationship. No. But I think he sort of figures it out. That's why he's being all rude. Yeah. Anyway, fast forward from that, we have Nick, Charlie, Tao, Elle, Tara and Darcy and they all go to Paris together and obviously with their class. And so this trip is just really cute and fun. Um, But basically during this trip, obviously Nick and Charlie get closer even Tao and Elle get closer together and they share a bit of a smooch in the loop. So before that, they were just like friends with like unspoken feelings for each other. But um, finally they like admitted it to each other and it was really cute. And then Tara and Darcy are obviously still together and they're going strong. And then they basically just do a bunch of sightseeing around Paris. We find out that Nick has a French dad. <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. And he can speak like fluent French. And so Charlie's like, oh my God, I did not know you spoke like, the language love of love. Yeah. yeah. Charlie faints while they're on like one of these museum tours or something. And everyone's like super worried about him. And basically he confides in Nick that he struggles with eating. And like he sort of has an eating disorder of sorts. He doesn't say that outright, but he just says like, oh, sometimes I don't eat. It's like hard for me. Um, so Nick sort of makes sure to keep an eye on him a bit more for the rest of the trip, make sure he's eating food, etc. Um, and then Tara has a birthday party whilst on the Paris trip. They like all go into one hotel room. Obviously they sneak in alcohol. It's a really great time. Harry also shows up and if you remember Harry, he's like the bully from volume one and two. He like is also a homophobe and is really rude to Nick. Well, not Nick. He's friends of Nick. He was really rude to Charlie. But basically he comes and he apologizes and it's you think it's like, oh, like, yeah, he's apologizing. But Charlie's like, no, I'm not going to accept that. Like, you were really mean to me, so bye-bye. And so that was like a power move for Charlie. And then they have this scene where they do like, it's not spin the bottle, it's like truth or dare. And so during that time, there's like a question, oh, because Charlie had this love bite on his neck and everyone was like, oh my God, who gave it to you? And so during truth or dare, they're like, I like dare you. Or the truth was, you know, who gave you that love bite? And he's like, oh my God, so flustered. But then Nick finally is like, it's okay. I'll, we'll just tell them that we're dating. And so they reveal that they're dating and it's like, oh, so cute because Nick's like, yeah, we're dating. I'm bi, like it's all cute. And everyone's so happy. Even though I think everyone sort of knew 
Yeah. Like, they're like, it's kind of obvious. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't keep you it. You don't keep secret. it a secret. The book basically ends them coming home and... And, and then Nick, I think Nick is sort of, like, Googling about eating disorders because he's, like, worried, really about, worried about Charlie. And then I think Charlie was Googling, like, how to tell someone you love them. And so it's, like, it's cute because, like, they're at that stage where, like, they love each other and stuff. So Yeah, and yeah. they're kind of worried about each other and you know oh i gotta make sure he knows that i love him and i gotta make sure, sure that, that he's okay he's okay yeah. yeah yeah it's really sweet so that's pretty much it hey tropes there weren't many tropes in mm. this book the main one we thought of was you know friends to lovers mm. which continues on from volume one yeah but then also more friends to lovers with nick not nick more friends to lovers with tao and l mm-hmm in this book yeah that was really cute i was like so happy they got together yeah i was just blushing um favorite moments well i just loved the fact that they go to paris Mm. it's the city of love it's the city of love and it was just it was just yeah perfect yeah and i think it was refreshing to see all the couples outside of school so like there wasn't as much pressure and they can just sort of be i don't know in their own little bubble and it was really cute Mm. yeah um, and then also, I loved the, the kiss between Tao and Elle. Same. Yeah. Same. And it was in the Louvre. Like, come on. Yeah. That's romantic. Yeah. yeah. And wasn't it like their first kiss? Yeah. Yeah, it was their first kiss. Yeah. So I thought that was, yeah, very it's romantic. Really I also just loved Nick speaking fluent French and then Charlie just loving it. Yeah. He's, he's like, oh my God. He's just obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah. And then Nick's like, I don't get what the big deal is, but like, all right. Yeah. I thought that was very cute. Um, so rating. I rated it five out of five. Yeah, same. And we definitely would recommend it. We definitely it. would recommend it. I mean, it builds really well off the f- first two volumes, and I think it also introduces more layers and like complexity to like the plot. Yeah. And I think that's yeah, really good. And I said for age 12 plus. <laughs> <laughs> I said 12 plus because it's, you know, it's a cutesy book, and yes, mm. there's some like language or whatever but i think you know it's nothing nobody's ever hasn't heard before yeah i'm at 12 yeah well (laughs) i said 14 plus just because especially with this volume like there's always been like swearing in the previous volumes but in this one because there is uh triggering topics such as like eating disorders and even like self-harm just in case like i don't know 12 year olds (laughs) <laughs> might not yeah again it depends on the it person it depends on the person depends on their maturity and what they've been exposed to already yeah. so yeah that's it for this episode we hope you enjoyed it make sure to check out our instagram at book spoilers podcast and leave any questions or discussions you have in the comment section underneath the post for this episode thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time bye, bye.